formal. But she's right. This is, but she's right because I want this to be a more informal time. So forgive me for that. Jen and I, um, we wanted to share with you um, about an experience that we went through two years ago. And for those that know us, two years ago was a very big event, big moment in our life. Because two years ago, well, I guess it's more like two, four, two to three years ago, um, we got married. Um, and so, oh, we got engaged three years ago. Oh, no, we got fighting now. No, we got engaged three years ago. Oh, it's almost two years. Give us a few months. Uh, that's two months removed from, from, from two years. And um, the reason why I need to present a disclaimer to you, because especially with, it was much easier to share this topic with the uh, older group there, the college and adults, because they sort of can kind of relate to what I'm talking about. But I'm not, this is, but the point is I'm not here to talk about mar like marriage. This is not a marriage workshop. This is not a love and relationship workshop at all. So I know you're all disappointed. Uh, I'm not here to talk to you about dating or anything like that. But what I'm here to share with you is the experience that Jen, Jen and I uh, went through um, as we um, as we walked with the Lord and really considered this matter of our wedding and our marriage. And I want I wanted to say because because you guys obviously this is far from your minds and so it should be. But I, I think that the lessons that we learn through this experience can even more so apply to things that you may be having difficulty with in school or um, with friends or whatever the case may be, the story that we wanted to present to you and the lesson that we wanted to talk to you about is this matter of submission. And so, um, you know, I, the, the, so two years ago when we had planned out, uh, or when we had decided that we, I was going to propose to my uh, wife, Jen, and that we were going to get married two years ago, um, it was something that um, I thought the Lord with very much um, for a long time and I, um, I, I didn't want to pursue any we didn't pursue anything without making sure that we received the confirmation from the Lord so I wanted to read a couple passages in uh, so after, after I read these passages I'll open with a word of prayer and then we can begin Ephesians uh, chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, starting from verse 21. And be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word. And then... Uh, in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Uh, 
Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 For I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Why don't we uh, open the time with a word of prayer. Lord, how thankful we are that we can gather here together in your name. We thank you for your grace, Lord, and how you have been speaking to us so mightily in, in these past few days. And Lord, we really want to give you this time, Lord, that it be your spirit who leads us in, in a spirit of fellowship as we share uh, these personal lessons and stories. Lord, that you would really give us that openness and freedom, Lord, to be, um, to be able to fellowship with one another in your spirit. So we pray, Lord, that you would bless this time, Lord. Um, give us attentive ears as well and allow us to really be those that can um, sense your presence in our midst. So we pray that you would bless our time together in Jesus' name. Okay, so, um, so what I wanted to share was um, the lessons that we learned from from the Lord as we uh, learn this matter of submission. And I wanted to sh- the the, re- uh, the second verse that I share in Philippians chapter one verse six was a ver- is a verse that's very dear to us because this was the verse that the Lord gave to us when we saw Him together about. Our, uh, whether, about our wedding and our marriage. And again, I read it, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. And this was the confirmation that the Lord gave me. And this, this is something that, you know, as we seek the Lord about his will and his decision, you know, he always brings you back to his word because this is where his answers are. And to us, um, for us, when we were seeking for his answers and for his will, he pointed to this verse and said he wanted to start something in both of us together, in bringing us together. He had a work that he had promised that he would bring to completion, to perfection. That was the work he started in us and that is something that he assured us, assured us as his promise. And we held on to this. And this is the verse we held on to throughout all the steps of you know, getting, getting, getting engaged, getting married, planning the wedding and even up to the marriage. Um, but what I did want to share, and this is the reason why this is not a marriage workshop, is because, you know, we all, even in your young age, I am sure you are all dealing with things that you are constantly seeking, asking the Lord, you know, what is your will? Maybe it's a little too young for you. Maybe you're not thinking about college yet. But there are other certain other, like, things that maybe you guys are struggling with. And I was, for me, it's been so long ago, I, honestly, even though I don't look it. But um, I do recall what it's like to be in high school and some of the tough decisions that you have to make just because of you know, the, 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 you know, the environment you're in and the friends you may have and the, the, the choices that may come up. And how important it is when, if the Lord is not in the center of all these decisions, you know, then is where the Holy Spirit sometimes, you know, comes to you and shows you a little something to lead you down, lead you towards the right path. And like Dana shared, um, the first night, uh, the first morning, he said that the Holy Spirit sometimes makes it tough for us because that journey, like Eliezer leading Rebecca towards Isaac down that road, um, the, the, through the, on the camel, back those hundred thousand miles, well, it's not an easy journey. And the Holy Spirit has much to teach us and much to teach you. 
And for us, we knew what his will for us was as we sought the Lord. Our, his will for us was eventually, you know, we were going to um, be joined together as one. He had a purpose for that because he wanted to establish in us, at least, you know, the Lord, Lord spoke to us and said, you know, we want you to be a testimony. But for Jen and I, we actually have a lot of um, family members that are actually non-believers. Actually, um, you know, many, you know, we, you know, Jen coming from her whole, her entire family, her parents are non-believers, and my side of the family, we have a lot of non-believers as well, and and it's very important. It was very important for us when we when we he brought us together that he he wanted us to serve, to be some someone who can represent Christ and be an ambassador for Christ, and that's what each and every one of you are are called to be as well, to be ambassadors. To represent Christ and be His testimony, and so throughout all, throughout the process, though we had to learn many lessons about this matter of submission, and I wanted to turn it over to my better half to tell you our personal story. Hello, good, okay. Um, so, uh, like Calvin said. Um, just like Ellie's are leading Rebecca um, by camel on that bumpy camel train um, home to Isaac, um, we also uh, faced a few bumps in the road. Um, it was quite a bumpy ride. Um, so, I mean, as a as a disclaimer, uh, I am really sharing something quite personal um, for us, and I. Um, I, it does involve my mom, and so as a disclaimer, I do want to say that um, my mom is very, she loves us very much, <laughs> um, but of course she is not a believer, um, and, but you know, she thinks very practically, she worries about our future, my future, our future, um, whether or not we're going to start a family, worries about whether or not we can um, uh, whether we'll be able to make it on our own, whether we can support ourselves, um, you know, things like that. Where are we going to live? What are we going to eat? You know, everything that parents worry about. And I'm sure that there are things that, I mean, at the time I never gave thought to them, um, but they really are concerned for us. And we really, um, when we recognize it, we really do appreciate uh, just how much they love us. Um, but like I said, my mom is not a believer, um, and so you know she does think of she does have these practical things in mind, careers and futures, um, and she worries. Uh, so when we got engaged, uh, this is the first bump in the road. Uh, when we got engaged, um, I didn't expect it, and my mom really didn't expect it. Um, I called them, I called my parents, and I got them both on the phone, um, and I told them, Mom, Dad, I'm engaged, we're going to get married. And my mom hung up on me. And I don't know if you guys have ever been on the phone with your friends, and they got mad at you and hung up, um, but the feeling is pretty terrible, <laughs> um, and it's pretty devastating, and it's a lot harder when it's your mom. And so I was pretty, um, 
upset over it, and I did spend time talking to my dad afterwards, uh, mostly I think him trying to console me. Um, but right from the right onset, it was, it was rough. And if there's nothing else that I've learned in those 20 years, it is don't fight with your parents um, and seek the Lord. So especially when times get rough, we are always, first thing we do, seek the Lord. So Calvin and I, we prayed, we sought the Lord, and we went to talk with my parents, talk with my mom. And, you know, being practical, she's worried about our future, whether if we get married, who's going to take care of us? If we get married, who's going to pay the bills? If we get married, where are we going to live? You know, practical things. And, you know, at the time, I mean, we were both working, but we didn't really have careers or anything like that. You know, things were just, things were not the way she would have envisioned them to be. Uh, so she, she was worried. Um, and we did, we sought the Lord. Uh, we sought an opening to speak with her, uh, which is important, keep, keeping those communication lines open. Uh, but speaking with her and just telling her that um, careers and being married are really, you know, two separate things. They can go on at the same time. They shouldn't hinder, one, shouldn't, one won't hinder the other. Um, but, you know, she was still worried. And even though we knew that it was the Lord's will that we were going to get married, and even though we knew that eventually, someday, the Lord was going to make that happen, that time was not then. So the Lord didn't open the door then, and we waited. We waited, and we kept asking. You know, it's always good to ask, but we kept waiting and waiting, and we waited for a whole year. We waited for an entire year um, until my mom finally asked me, uh, which was the Lord really opening the door uh, to, for us to get married. Uh, because, you know, before it would be, you know, me asking my mom, my dad, when can we get married? But it wasn't until God opened that door and that we could walk through it. And, you know, of course, we're old enough. <laughs> there's always the easy way out. You know, there's always the, well, we can always just get married and forget about what our parents think. You know, we'll be okay. We have God. God will provide for whatever we need. We know that this is as well. But, um, you know, the Lord really showed us that even though the, me the ends, which is us getting married, the ends didn't justify the means. Just because God says, I have a plan for you, doesn't mean that, you know, we can go about and do and get to that plan, get on that path however way we want. You know, it has to be by God's way too. So we waited, again, for that whole year, and my mom finally asked us, when are we going to get married? Uh, so, praise the Lord, um, that was the opening. Uh, so we fast forward a little bit, and we, um, once we received that opening from the Lord, uh, we immediately sought the word. And the word of the Lord came to us from Philippians, which we just read uh, in one six which is um, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Um, and it was with that word 
that we began to plan. Because you know that um, we can do and plan all that we want, but without the Lord in it, uh, there's really nothing, there's no substance. And so we didn't, we absolutely did not start uh, planning until we received that word. And really that word um, was our foundation for all of the planning, all the practical needs in our prayer. Um, It was really that solid, Christ was our solid rock in in all of that. And uh, really the the reason why, um, even after all that shaking, that we can give him glory. Um, So... Fast forward a little bit. Um, I don't want to bore you with too much details, but um, so just so that you can kind of get into our shoes. Um, so wedding planning, there's a lot of things going on. There's flowers. There's the white dress. There's all the accessories. There's bridesmaids, groomsmen. There are tuxes. There are ties. A lot, a lot of details. And um, one of the most important details is where to have it Um, and well the one that I want to share about is the banquet Um, because I don't know if you've all been to Chinese weddings but they serve a lot of food and they're always having have it at a at a banquet a a restaurant Chinese restaurant and the banquet uh, place that we wanted to have it at was in New York Um, it was it was almost a, a matter of a uh, process of elimination. Um, there were a lot of factors that we had to consider, including, um, you know, brothers and sisters who were helping us with the wedding were in New York. Um, his family was in New York. A lot of ties in New York. Um, a lot of things that would just be easier for us and more comfortable for us. We felt that there would be some, more of a presence of of brothers and sisters if we had it in New York, which was really, really important to us because, like Calvin said, a lot of our family doesn't know the Lord. And we really wanted to have that testimony at our wedding, um, at the very least, so that the Lord can plant seeds um, of the gospel. Uh, But, um, well, my family is not from New York. Uh, They live in New Jersey, and I grew up in New Jersey, and so um, my mom was not expecting that we would have the banquet in New Jersey, uh, in New York, sorry. Uh, so when I told her that, she, that we were planning to have the banquet in New York, uh, she was very unhappy with that decision. Um, just to give you an idea of how unhappy she was with that decision, uh, my mom had threatened not to show up to my wedding. Um, and on top of that, she uh, had told me that she would tell all of my relatives not to show up to my wedding. And that's a really big deal. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you can all imagine. That's absolutely crazy. And I know that, you know, she said a lot of those things out of pride, out of stubbornness, out of anger, maybe even. Um, and for us, it was really, um, it was quite a blow, uh, especially everything, all the planning that had gone into it, um, all of the effort and all of the waiting, too. You know, we had already waited a year, um, and just when we thought that the Lord finally opened that door, um, felt like we were being shut down again. Uh, but again, 
we really cried out to the Lord. And the Lord really showed us one thing, that if we were to continue with any of the planning, with any of our own plans, it would just bring us right back to, back to one year ago. It would be the same thing as if we had just gone out and eloped, not cared about our family. And what kind of a testimony would that be? What kind of a Christian goes out, doesn't care about their family, does things against you know, your parents' wishes? You know, that's not, that's not something that my parents or my families or his family would say, oh, yes, you know, she did the right thing. That Christian over there, oh, yes, I can really see Christ in that. You know, that's, that wouldn't be glorifying to the Lord. And really what the Lord showed us was that it had to be his way or no way at all. And uh, after praying and crying out to the Lord and going through a lot of, um, just a lot of trial and, and really just felt like our hearts were being, you know, ripped out, but we surrendered. We surrendered all of the wedding planning that had gone on to that point, we surrendered the fact that God gave us a blessing, that God had promised us a blessing. Because, you know, when the Lord gives you a blessing, sometimes you want to hold on to it. But as you're holding on to it, you realize that that blessing is starting to take a higher place in your heart than the Lord wanted, wanted you to. And with that, we really had to let go. So we stopped planning, and I mean stopped planning completely. Everything that we did put it to a halt. We were, being, we were basically facing the fact that we, were, we might not get married that year either. Um, and it was, it was really heart-wrenching, um, but the Lord was really gracious. And it just goes to show that, you know, it's not about what we want is about God's testimony. And when we do it the way God wants it, um, he really pours out the blessing. So we waited, um, and her anger subsided, and she, re- she did relent, praise the Lord. Um, but we really had to let God put the, grip, put the brakes in our plans so that he could get what he wanted out of us. <laughs> I think um, I just wanted to um, just uh, emphasize um, what uh, Jen shared was, um, you know, it's, often, it's very easy for us to look at the blessing and be so uh, captured by this blessing that we forget the one who blessed. And, 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 and sometimes maybe in your life you, you felt that the Lord really gave you some sort of victory or some sort of blessing and, and, and you're, fo- you're so focused on it and you forget our eyes should be fixed on the one who blesses. It should be should be fixed on the one who is the blesser. And so, you know, maybe um, uh, what what the Lord really reminded us was that, you know, as we had gone through with these plans and all these things, you know, slowly and sure, slowly and uh, at certain points we started to start take a little bit more of it ourselves and our flesh started to come into more of the planning. And suddenly we decide, it became a little bit more of our desires for what we wanted. 
I think we should have this. I think we should have that. Even though we thought we were following God's will, you know, it was so easy for us to just suddenly lose sight. You know what? This was a blessing from God. And what, and He brought us to our knees to be, to say, Lord, we, this belongs to you. We, 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 we laid it at His feet and we really offered it back to Him. And as, as Jen mentioned, it was really, it was a really tough moment for us, but we really learned how to really surrender and to submit to God's will. Um, we, we did not want to go and continue on with anything when her parents were upset and people were upset. This was not the testimony. This was not what God wanted to establish in bringing us together. And we felt like we couldn't go on unless it is God's way, like Jen was saying. And so, as much as we wanted it, and as much as some things maybe you guys want, so like, you know, the Lord will so show you how, how much He blesses so mightily if you, if you just learn how to surrender it back to Him. And that's what he really taught us, this matter of submitting, submitting, submitting to his will. You know, we went through several other bumps later on. I, I, you know, I don't think that, you know, it's um, all these bumps, all these little things on a road. You know, it, it, it is the way for the Holy Spirit to really teach us these lessons. And it is not to say that, you know, um, you know uh, if, if, if everything is going so badly, you know, uh, we, we, you know how, maybe, maybe, maybe we're not really following the Lord's will. But the Lord really has a lesson for each, every single circumstance, like Dana mentioned. Your Holy Spirit is engineering every single circumstance in your life for His very purpose. And everything that you are going through, the Lord has a plan and a purpose to really mold you and to perfect you and to teach you many lessons. And for us, that lesson was really to learn, to this matter of submitting. Submission to the Lord. And this is what He wants from His bride. He doesn't want a bride who is one who is after his own, her own desires or her own like plans and her own the, uh, will for what she wants. But the Lord desires someone who is after his own heart and a bride who is after his own will and his desires. So much so that her only desire is to please the bridegroom. And we realize that if God wasn't pleased, then you know, how could we continue forward in, in planning these things out? Our, we, in our hearts... What we wanted to was that what we would do would be pleasing to God. And that was what, what, that, that was what we focused on and we laid aside all our plans and we prayed to God. You know, God, if this was meant by, from you, you would open the doors again. And thank, and praise the Lord, He did open the doors. And I did want to share a happy, sort of happy ending because it sounds kind of like we went through such a roller coaster, but I think the Lord did have a purpose. Um, I wanted to share that two years, Maybe two years ago, two years prior to us getting married, so about four years ago, when we had our conference um, about... Um, no, wait. No, I said that wrong. Uh, two, years before the, two years before this year, uh, we had a conference, the same the youth conference, where we talked about... Um, I, you guys are probably too young to be at that conference, but um, it was, the theme was about you shall be my witnesses. Right? Some of you may remember and I remember Dana, um, in his very last, uh, very last message, he exhorted us to really consider someone um, in your life that you, um, that someone, per, you know, really close to you in your life that um, he wanted uh, that that you wanted to, that you needed to pray for, 
and that he would be able to use you as an instrument to bring the gospel to this person, so this, to, to witness to this person. And as I was sitting in that meeting and I was listening to him, there was one person that came into my mind and my heart. Even though I really wanted to not consider this person, but he was actually my father. And uh, my father um, and uh, my mother were separated a long time ago. And my father, um, he lives in Puerto Rico, and he's not, he wasn't a believer. And, you know, I, I, I rarely had moments to talk to him. Um, every once in a while, he might call. Uh, we might have some conversation in there, but I really didn't know, have much conversations, and, and, you know, really didn't know him that well either, to be honest, because he, he, he had left when, when I was eight years old. But he brought that person in my, in my, in, but the Lord placed that person in my heart because, um, well, at that time I didn't realize why. Um, but I shared that in the testimony time at that conference that this was who the Lord placed in my heart. And I, 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 really, I really trusted the Lord that he would open the doors. And so when he, of course, so when he came to my wedding, and uh, a few days before the wedding, I invited him to have dinner. And my plan was to invite my father to, the, to church the, the following day, uh, on Sunday. Um, I'm not knowing what he would say because he, all, all these years he was a very stubborn man and uh, uh, one who had rejected the gospel for a long time. But I asked him very nervously, Dad, um, I want you to come to church with me on Sunday. And his response was, I thought he was going to come up with some excuse or whatever. His response was, okay. When are you going to come pick me up? And I was like, uh, nine o'clock, Dad. Okay, see you then. I, I was I was so shocked at the answer. I didn't know what to say. And then and then the following day, you know, the following day when we had our wedding, it was a beautiful ceremony. The Lord uh, really, I felt really uh, established His testimony and really allowing us to represent Him. And, and maybe even a few seeds of the gospel were planted in the hearts of the, our, our non-believing family members because. Actually, the majority of them, we, we had a 400 people uh, guest list and like, maybe probably the majority of them were not believers and we, we felt that it was, you know, according to God's promise, it was important for us to be those that can really represent Christ's love for his church um, and, 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 and show them that we belong to Christ and, and, and it's it because of Jesus Christ that we, we were brought together. And so the following day on Sunday when I did pick him up and, and, he, and brought him over here and a brother shared the gospel with him, he accepted the Lord. And um, I, I honestly think that you know, this was all uh, a blessing from God. Even through all the difficulties that we went through, you know, the Lord had a purpose and a plan in mind. And he really taught us so many valuable lessons in submitting to the Lord's will. And what we learned, at, and what we learned through this process was how we ought to deny ourselves and really lay down our lives. Because if we were really to live for Jesus, He ought to be the one, the number one person, focus, the one we ought to be pleasing. And if His desire is not our desire, then then we're not pleasing God. And He desires a bride that is willing to submit to her bridegroom. To, he, who loves his, who loves her bridegroom so much that he would, that nothing, that he would do nothing but that she, her only desire would be to please her bridegroom, and that's what the Lord really taught us. So I, 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 I do pray that this was the lesson. This, this may be a lesson 
or even an encouragement for all of you. I know you guys are young um, and not thinking of the things that we went through, but when we all go through struggles, we always begin to start questioning God. You know, why is this happening to me? You know, and we always and we're praying, and sometimes we may feel like, oh, you know, the Lord. Um, I don't really know about getting an answer from the Lord. But the Lord has taught us valuable lessons about patience, about waiting upon His answer, and really learning to lay down everything, all all our plans, all our all the things that we store up, all these things we lay it at His feet. If it's His will, He will open the doors, and it, and, and it would be not and it needed to be according to His way and His will. And so um, we just really do pray that that would be a, an encouragement for all of you as well as it was for us. So. I'm just going to close in a word of prayer. And we can. Lord, how we just do want to thank you that it is you who first loved us. And Lord, it is you who have provided every provision for us as the church to be made ready as your bride. And we do thank you that we can just be totally captured by your love Lord, we want to declare ourselves as your, your, bonds, your, your love slaves, as those that belong to you and those that would desire nothing but to do your will. And Lord, may you really teach us, Lord, this matter of how we can submit ourselves to your will, how to surrender everything of ourselves. Lord, we want to learn this very principle um, to really decrease that you may increase and that we ought to um, lay down our lives uh, for you because it is you who first laid your life down for us. And so, Lord, we thank you for such a beautiful, wonderful, uh, um, um, beautiful and wonderful um, um, grace and and mercy and love that you have bestowed upon us. What a wonderful salvation. Lord, we thank you that you have made us your own. And we want to um, continue to pray that your words would richly dwell in us and that we would be able to um, put into practice the words that you teach us, even this weekend, Lord. We commit each and every one of these young hearts to you. Lord, may you mold them according to your purpose, Lord, what you desire for them. Lord, knowing full well that it is you are true to your promises, that you will, you will bring into completion that which you have started. So we want to um, thank you so much for this time. We pray in Jesus' name. So while we're waiting, while you're waiting for the second group to come down, why don't you guys get up and take a stretch, take a break?